learning Perl with Tim and me, and <laughs> and so we handed out this book and you know give it a few weeks to learn how to use it. The next day, the backup scripts all ran with Perl because that's all it took. Answered the book and it was done. Um, Tim was a, an interesting guy. He loved to learn and cruising through the dozens of Facebook posts, almost every single one said that he was kind. Um, he taught people how to do all sorts of things from making jewelry and chain mail to programming Perl. Um, he was a sponsor of a student group for a while and <coughs> contributed to first aid and today his last act will be sending off his liver and kidneys to people who need them to survive. Thank you, Laura. Does anybody else have anything I'd like to share about Tim? Um, you, you, you all know Brett Bieber. Uh, he was out at a conference today, but um, Brett was uh, my first employee. Uh, we had the one FDME working on the web, and then Brett came up as a student. And uh, we uh, were working on stuff and uh, trying to figure out how to get it done. And Tim, the beard went on though that um, but uh, Brett and I had this thing where we'd be going through these discussions. Um, and one of us, at a certain point, and it was almost inevitable in the discussion if we really want to get something done, we do this. That meant we didn't call it. <laughs> <laughs> Stroking So, Tim's no longer with us. Um, you know, life's too short. But, uh, Take a moment. Um, what we uh, normally do at this point is go around the room, uh, tell who we are, where we come from, uh, so you can all get a better point. Um, I'm Bob Kistler, Internet and Interactive Media, partnership of ITS. I'm Ryan Dee, uh, we come from ITS. Mark B. Sex, School of Natural Resources. Uh, Jeff Miller, School of Natural Resources. Department of Environmental Services. Todd Lanham, Cancer Services. Matt Honky, Engineering. Lauren Perks, ITS. Matt Benzies, Roger Simonson, College of Business. James Fairchild, College of Business. Karen Chambers, English. Melissa Center of Libraries. Dave Merrim, College of Education. Keith Duffy, Department of Education. Get off, please. 
the two-year terms. And by the way, you need a vote up there. Who all has voted? That's pretty good. Who has it? Did you do that right now, Rush? My alarm is set to go off at 228 for the final 120 seconds um, We have developed the UNLEDU 4.0 style book. Uh, it was a group of volunteers. Anybody out of this group of invited Come over and be a volunteer, and I, I would try to recite all the names, but I would miss somebody. So uh, they are listed on the WBN website. Um, I can read this. We'll, we'll be aligning these two things as we go forward one more. I think they're fairly well aligned now, but uh, let's get as many machine checks in the auditory as we can. So this will be a group like just, uh, and I guess we haven't really decided how, how we're going to uh, order assessments for uh, websites. I mean, and, and this is ours too. Or the ones we produce this uh, will be audited by this group as well. But, you know, it'll be making sure everybody's uh, <coughs> ADA compliant, those, those kinds of issues, all the stuff you see in the web audit tool. Um, it'll be that, and then the other focus of this group is longer term. It's where we're going in the future. Um, you know, what, what, uh, New proposals to the UI and things like that uh, might be brought forward even through the group or proposed by a member of the WBN or member of the IAM group. Uh, you know, this group would, would essentially say yay or nay on uh, you know, what, gets, what gets added in. For instance, you know, we're talking about 4.1 occasionally now. Don't have a check. A point of these is. Typically, the slipstream in there. There may be some issues with this one related to the footer. Better footer. We have to kind of implement some hacky solutions to get um, the share link. The share link. So we'll probably be cleaning some of that up. If, if, if your site's trying to see a mass, obviously that can be taken care of. But it's the ones that that uh, are going to take a little more work, but it's not going to be anything like what we just went through going before. Uh, you know. I already said that. Oh, yeah, vacated seats, the rest of the membership will appoint.
And I wish it was like Michael Bill Moore or somebody else who Bill Moore the thing wrong. But deferentially uh, to was a sea captain or something? <coughs> the Robert the Robert Turles in order? Yeah, it's the standard book for old Oh, well, yeah. Oh. Oh. I think they probably assassinated the guy. <laughs> what? Really? What? He's in the union. He's in the But it was well, originally the second. The guy who wrote the rules is going over. These meetings, too, this last paragraph kind of gets to that. These, these meetings will all be open. Anybody that wants to come and observe these meetings, obviously feel free to do that. Um, there are some cases, this is, you know, for me, standard kind of thing for a deliberative body, the body will reserve the right to say, okay, this is potentially uh, there are some issues where you, where you know you need to deliberate uh, in private. So that is that. It is two eighteen. Uh, Ryan is is sort of uh, holding the uh, the timer. And oh, little moments. Right. And I, I don't want to be melodramatic here, but if you haven't voted, you know, uh, speak down or forever hold your peace, right? Go ahead and go ahead and get your votes in. Who who now is not voting? Roger. So I <laughs> haven't uh, haven't done yet. If you want to get it over the you'll better get it. So I guess at this point we'll move on, but uh, Ryan, make sure we're revisiting this and, um, at 2.30, close it down. Ryan will grab a few other members and go review and then come back. Tell us who is the WC board for 20 years. Who's going to tell us the affiliate symbol? Who was that? Brian? Brian and me. Okay. Well, who's going to take the lead role? Well, I think we can both show on some. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. A new guy knows comes out buttery bread. Well, I think Ryan and I have started to work through, you know, as I talked about um, last month, some of the issues that it, you know, I think in the past. You know, when the affiliate template was first done by Josh Rice about six years ago, 
is kind of fairly basic of percentage of children's families lives. You replace the logo, change the colors. But we keep having these instances where we keep having instances of needing to use the affiliate template, but it's not real clear cut. Like I think for Ryan's case, he ended up with a professor that in a inter university intra inter um, collaboration where so it can't really be in UNL because it's a joint UNL Colorado thing. And they don't have a logo. So you know that's one of the things we're running into is you know it's not real clear cut because what if they don't have a logo then we kind of have this place for a logo at the top. And so Ryan was kind of doing a version that is logoless. Yeah, I'm not sure that. I think one of the other things that just came up, to, I guess the only other point I had is 
Why don't we still work at this with the red color? But I think that's something that the governance committee is going to tackle is affiliate guidelines. If you're an affiliate, um, possibly restrictions on not using red. So, yeah, so brand color. Yeah. If, uh, if we were to continue using the same color that fire would be, it's too close to the university. I think that's the sort of thing for the government. So I think that's just kind of our record. So I think maybe we can even schedule something. And, and I think the other thing that I, I think the government governance board ought to be dealing with related to the affiliate is uh, taking requests for. I don't think it's going to be at this point just a pull down with the CMS like page to the affiliate. Uh, it'll, it'll require a little work a little manual overriding, but there it will Yes, I think what we're, the way we're going to enable it is kind of a documented CSS sheet. You know, right now in CMS, it is possible if you're an affiliate to have a and I turn on the affiliate template, essentially have a color picker where you can pick the colors with the color wheel. But you know, in the 3-1 template, that's for the 3-1 template. And the 3-1 template, like the navigation and the footer kind of had a slight gradient. And what we found was the couple affiliates that are supported in CMS right now, people went in and picked like, you know, for the top of this bar, they picked green, and for the bottom bar, they picked purple. And it looks like a Photoshop model. Or Microsoft Paint do a lot on them. So um, you know, maybe we don't want to go with the color wheel for this bad decision possibly. But of course with the new platform following color. that's kind of the minor notes we have on the village. So that that is going to be official that you have to have approval from the governance committee to use the affiliate template. There's always a rule center on the affiliate template related to who is So, yeah, in my view, it would make sense to have that be something that everyone's aware of. But I guess I'm, I think that's good. I like that because I think that would help people like me who have had problems with the affiliate template that IANR has not found it acceptable. And so if we have your, quote, your meeting, the governance committee, blessing that, yes, this, Entity can use that, then we won't have, we'll have something to be able to stand on and say, yes, we can use that because that's what the government said. <coughs> well, if the government committee deal with INR, they're not happy with that. But that's that's where I actually I like that idea because it allows, it gives us a buffer to work with. I think we'll probably want to, you know, pitch it upstairs to just to, okay, it's 220. <laughs> so then the other thing is, you can talk to CMS the entire time. We have sites that specifically can't use the CMS and so that will be, there'll be a mechanism that you can, that we can get the stop sheets to be able to, the templates to work with it on a non-CMS site. Mm -hmm. 
Some of those things, are, you know, CMS uh, is generally, it's, it's a great thing, it's a database, but it's not formalized data. It's, it's you know, it's a story. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's a very preformed sort of data. Um, there are some kinds of data that we need to have more structure, uh, for instance, calendars, uh, and some of the other things we've got to And so this has been one of our big efforts um, currently uh, is rescaling rebuilding all these applications. Uh, and when I get done here, um, we'll show you the new one. You didn't know, uh, we do have uh, GPS information for buses on the maps. So that's what we're doing when we say it prevents crossbite. You don't have to go outside and look down the street to see if the bus is coming. They're the university buses. Yeah, which they're, they're the ones that are assigned to the university. They're not like the parking shuttles. I believe those don't exist anymore. Yeah, they, yeah uh, parking services now contracts out to start that for all of them. Yeah. Unless I'm wrong, I believe well, Sue has an idea. I believe it's 100% Star Train. It is for better shuttles after the Star Train routes. Um, the frequency goes down in the evening, so you see the perimeter. Well, yeah, maybe there's the white band still. Yeah, but it's, it's red, red bands. Red, yeah. Well, so, there yeah, are legitimate things. Are there legitimate things that we need to add? I mean, no, it's just Well, no, that's Oh, yeah. yeah, I think that's right. So the buses, what we think of as buses are now Star Tram Journal. Right. They'll all be on there, but the flight teams at night don't have GPS on them. Yeah, but I mean, take a note to you know, check up on that. Do you have an official feed of GPS data from, from Star Tram then? We just took it from Star Tram. Well, we talked to Star Trek. Well, I tried to talk to I talked to one guy one time and he never reached my call. Did you ask to get permission? Or did well, I asked and we vaguely got permission. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, yes, we did get permission because Dan Carpenter included it in all his contract talks. Yeah. But in terms of what I actually did, he wouldn't return my call, so I just took it. So. We have permission. 233? Yes, more. Okay, all right. Uh, 
would like to thank the four voters who put us in 100 votes. I honestly could not remember my password because <laughs> I'm used to just yeah. sitting down at my desk and I could not remember. Well, it's over. So what? Uh, two, three other people? Anybody who wasn't uh, on the paper anymore? Yeah. Good eyes. 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 Comments on any of these things is just 
go through them, please, to address them. Are you getting too many emails now? That's about right. You should be getting emails when you change pages. So, so we've tried to, in fact, I think the, the former fire hose of emails is now dark. Unless you are uh, developer on 130 sites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the daily notes. Uh, go URL. Uh, you know, if you. Oh, I'm just going to give us the news. Were there any hanging chats? There were no hanging chats. <laughs> Should we have them? That's kind of like forward. becoming an old man joke at this point. It is a thing, really. Should we have them? Yeah, forward. Or yeah, sure. Yes, first of all, thank, let's thank everybody with a round of applause. So, yes, as your names are all, I guess, come forward. Yeah. yeah. Matt Monkey. It is. And Chambers. Two of the governance board, you know, have uh, uh, 
when you have a, a, a group of folks coming together in a focus way, um, you know, every probably every you know twice a month in the early goings, and see how that goes on. Everybody's signed up for four to six hours a month. So you know the, these kinds of apps when we're when we're uh, moving news forward, I imagine uh, you know uh, the developers on my team would be uh, presenting these you know, first of all to the to the governance board to get their feedback so they can shape before they release. Um, but Go URL, I think everybody's familiar with. There's some cool things. One of those additions to besides being you know something that, that doesn't take people out of the UNL branding or whatever, um, you can't add Google Analytics campaign tags to those go URL things. Uh, uh, bulletins. Uh, anybody's got an academic side for bulletins? Bulletins uh, database can be your academic side with with uh, all kinds of things. The four-year plans. I think are implemented. Uh, where are where are CHS uh, four-year plans? Yeah. So, um, you know, in addition to having a, a good site to go to for uh, class information, um, for these kinds of things, you know, it does also provide students events does. Uh, directory. Uh, and one thing I, I just point to about directory, um, it uses authoritative sources. That's one thing we try to do with any of these apps is uh, if, you know, if ITS is maintaining a source of data, that's the source of data we use. And, you know, in, in the best of circumstances, we try to store no data that, that we just try to create a uh,
We don't want the web just to be a static display of content as a brochure. I, you know, I think these are the kinds of opportunities uh, that need to go place. Oh, I had a couple things there. Let's jack that up a little bit. Anti-fishing and duo integration, obviously not part of chat. Those are part of the directory, or not the directory, the log. Good old login, I think. Uh, that's probably something we're going to be really I think that we have some confusion because we have multiple login systems at the university. Um, and we need to perhaps make that more clear. Uh, it's a difficult problem until we get better at it. is something that we do. And media. Um, you might wonder why we even bother um, with media, uh, because uh, there's this there's this huge website video out there. Uh, I think there's another one too, but um, or video, Facebook, Facebook. Uh, but um, now you you know there's a real temptation to to just default YouTube. Um, but there's some bad things that happen when you default to YouTube, like um, still some K-12s block YouTube. Uh, and there's a fairly large country that happens to send us a lot of our uh, students um, to the totally blocked YouTube called China. And so if you're using YouTube embeds in your web pages, uh, those YouTube embeds are not coming from the UNLEDU domain, they're coming from the YouTube.com domain, and they are blocked. They, they just show up as a white rat. Um, you know, if, if, you're, if you care enough to put a video on your page and you do, you know, carry the it's all over the map what people say K 12s are doing, so I don't make any representation. God only knows how much K 12s are blocked. Uh, but the Great Firewall of China, I think, is a much more formidable uh, uh, adversary. Um, but you know, if if your uh, if your content, all of it, is coming from UNLEDU domain, and the main website gets through from UNLEDU, and all the content's coming from UNLEDU, it's gonna it's gonna come through. So that's. That's the importance, one of the important things about media. But you can also do downloads on it easily, which you still have to use hacking apps to pull downloads on it. And we've got the player integrated everywhere. Uh, so. What's the uptime on uh, media hub? What's that? What's the guaranteed uptime for media? One thousand percent plus. Uh, uh, Media Hub, I think that time's been good. It's it's been on uh, on some pretty solid foundation so far. Um, you know, now is that? A question, I guess would, would be a question. I thought it was part of the Oh. 
snarky, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't run the DM, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take the fall for that. The main sand is more than just all the Yeah. Yeah, The other thing is right uh, since you know, sometimes you get with YouTube, depending on how you embed it up, you'll get featured advertisements that play after your videos, and in one case we saw a college that embedded a video, and one of the featured videos was why you shouldn't go to that college right after the video. Which was a profanity-laced tirade. Yeah. And, and because it was in the YouTube embed, it was under the, uh, the uh, mark of the university and the college. Just playing there right at the Oh, so sad. <laughs> We found when we run across these that uh, a lot of times uh, professors or student workers will end up putting the video up so it's actually under their login channel. You know, if that makes sense, you're like, who's, you know, Frisky Kitten 289? Like, what is that? You know, and it's playing to this UNL page. So, Getting things in media will just give more stable control and uh, uh, consistency, making sure everything is <coughs> up and up. Not. Uh, to, to your question, um, the uh, we are moving a bunch of things to and, uh, well, you know, help people notice that CMS is working better. Faster on the editing. Um, it's uh, now in Rackspace. Uh, and we're looking at Oregon's last year. We're looking at uh, providing uh, streaming <coughs> server um, to basically anybody who might want to stream. Probably going forward, we'll probably have some streaming videos. Cloud service um, stream live events and then, um, and then archive those uh, in an on demand fashion. And so, what we're trying to do is align that archive with, with uh, media and content that uh, might be produced or uploaded and uh, have that all together. So at this point, actually, uh, you know, uh, we're going to see Well, uh, captioning is supported uh, in the uh, uh, in player. Um, we use an external tool called the Mark uh, to uh, 
actually action. Um, that is one thing YouTube gives you is gibberish captions. Um, but the, the, the except, you know, captions are most the, the primary points for the accessibility community. And consensus in the accessibility community is that YouTube automatic captions are acceptable. Um, if you if you actually looked at any YouTube automatic captions, I mean, you know, it's kind of like forget about it. It's, it's just silly language. Almost as good as a bad movie. They are hilarious. They're not used to this than they are. For comedy, there's a comment. So captioning still is hard work. Um, that uh, is something uh, we're talking about as part of that streaming conversation is can we get a, a contracted uh, caption provider? Um, there, there's a company in Kansas called Captioning. It's probably a place where nobody would want to work. Or rewind in The best you can do, especially if you're producing a video or planning to do that, ask your video production company to provide you with the scripts. That way you're not starting from zero. Yeah. There is just a time code Time code, exactly. Or if you have a speech or a lecture that has to prepare. I've been working on this thing called Media Hub here. Uh, and this is what it looks like currently. It's in the 3.1 framework. Uh, so, this isn't really a fair comparison, but I'm going to make it anyways. Uh, so, this is what it looks like now. This would be the new version uh, giant video playing big search bar. Um, we're trying to do quite a bit to make it, you know, uh, more useful. When I say me, I mean me and all of us over at IIM, uh, specifically Michael Fairchild and the other people. Double block for me, hold my hand, GitHub, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but we're trying to make it, you know, just easier to use for um, really everyone, anybody who wants to upload mm -hmm. or you know, watch videos. This is running on my computer and my desk, so And so far, the video is not in the videos. Course language to say the university of the right? Not that I found. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we're back. Yeah, I want to upload it. I've got that. You so one thing we've done here is we've tried to make you know search a little more streamlined. We put in filters uh, so people actually know that they can upload audio and video, uh, all videos, sort of popular. Uh, any video that you own, you know, you are the owner of, uh, you'll see this little edit button in the thumbnail, uh, and that will take you straight to the edit part. This is not it. Um, so this is a video I uploaded 
Yeah, we've mostly just tried to move it to the core framework and make it nice. Uh, right here on the page, we can actually edit the media. So uh, it still has the same nice thumbnail setting feature. Um, all your basic information is here. Um, we tried to make uploading a little more streamlined here. Uh, we utilized just HTML5 drag and drop. Uh, this is something Michael basically just hammered out. Hey, I'm going to do this thing. That's cool. Is it done in the slide? What does it do with the. I thought that's the video we were just watching. So. And so our player handles that move on the same platform heavily. Is that fair to say? Um, yeah, it seems to work. You should say that before the Yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry guys, <laughs>
this is where we think